p.m. The adults meet in the main sanctuary, while the youth meet in the CAC Youth Sanctuary. You can also catch our services live by going to cornerstoneapostolic.org and click on the live webcast link during our regular and special scheduled services. If you missed a service, you can still watch that service in its entirety by going to cornerstoneapostolic.org and click on the video archives link. Come on out to Cornerstone Apostolic Church and experience the power of Pentecost. We hope to see you in future services. Welcome to A Little Bit of Church Every Day, Home Bible Study 21st Century Style. CAC Daily iCast is aired Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Simply go to cornerstoneapostolic.org and click on the live webcast link. You can join us for our radio broadcast Sundays at 9.30 a.m. on WQHY-FM 95.5 out of Prestonburg, Kentucky. You can also go to Q95FM.net whether you live on the East Coast, West Coast, or around the world. That's Q95FM.net. You can also catch the television broadcast Sundays at 10 a.m. on the Tri-State CW, that's WQCW-TV. And you can watch us Sundays at 2 and 2.30 p.m. on Mountaintop Media TV. And if you don't get those cable channels or satellite service, you can still watch us Sundays at 2 and 2.30 simply by going to mountaintopmedia.com. You can follow CAC Daily iCast on Facebook at CAC Daily. Follow our Phelps campus at CAC Phelps I, our Pikeville campus at Pikeville Apostolic, and Pastor McKinney at Pastor RDM. We're also on Twitter at CAC Daily iCast, the Phelps campus at CAC Phelps, the Pikeville campus at Pike UPC, and you can connect with Pastor McKinney at Pastor RDM. You can call in and leave your prayer requests and praise reports at 606 606- 282-4108 or email those prayer requests and praise reports to cacdaily at cacphelps.org or cacdaily at cornerstoneapostolic.org Let's now join Pastor McKinney as he takes us through another study in the Word. Praise the Lord, everybody, and welcome to another CAC Daily iCast. Just a little bit of church every day, home Bible study, 21st century style, as we bring you another broadcast on this Thursday. Yeah, it's the 19th day of October, and we're glad that you joined us today. Hope you're having a great day and that you will continue to have a great day as you stay right here with us on CAC Daily iCast. And, of course, uh, we got our announcements that we need to make coming up starting Saturday night. You do not want to miss this. This It's going to be an awesome time. So Saturday night's going to be a great time. We want you to be a part of what's going to happen on Saturday. We're having Homecoming 23, and Brother George Scott's going to be with us. So you do not want to miss that uh, service Saturday night at 7 p.m. and Sunday at 11 a.m. Also, Brother George Scott's going to be sticking around. We're going to have a dinner following, so come on out and be with us Saturday night at 7 and this Sunday at 11. No service at Pikeville Apostolic Church. Uh, We wanted to just let everyone know that there would be no uh, service at Pipeful Apostolic Church this weekend. They are going to join us at CAC. So keep that in mind. And that way nobody gets crossed up and shows up at church when we're not having church. We don't call off service very many times in the year, but uh, most of the time when we have something going on with a dinner at CAC, we usually invite all of our uh, folks from Pipe for Apostolic to come and be a part of what's going on. So that is this Friday, uh, I mean this Saturday, sorry, this Saturday, October the 21st, 7 p.m., and this Sunday, October the 22nd at 11 a.m. Brother George Scott is going to be with us, and I think I've got a flyer here that I can bring up and let you see. There we go. 
And uh, so that is going to be Saturday and Sunday, going to be a great time in the Lord. Also coming up, CAC Trunk or Treat this year, Tuesday, October 31st, 6 to 8 p.m. It is an alternative for Halloween. That's right. We're trying to give our kids a place to come and just have a good, fun night. So uh, come on out and be with us, and that will be uh, Tuesday, October 31st, 6 to 8 p.m. Also, CAC Harvest Time Crusade, Friday, November the 17th, 7 p.m. Brother Buddy Puckett's going to be with us. And also, we are looking forward to uh, Brother James Chester being with us Saturday, November the 18th at 7 p.m. And on Sunday, November the 19th, 11 a.m., Brother Michael Maupin and a dinner will follow uh, the service. So, uh, we need to, uh, remind everyone about that. And then coming up our online celebration right here at CAC daily ICAST, we're going to be celebrating our 10th anniversary service. We started back in 2013 broadcasting Monday through Friday, and we're going to have an online celebration. That'll be Tuesday, December the 5th at 10 AM. So you want to join us early that day because we're going to talk a lot about why we got started, what's happened since we got started, and what we expect in the future. So come on out on that day. That'll be December the 5th. And uh, join us for our online celebration. Also, our Christmas program this year at CAC is going to be Sunday, December the 10th at 6 p.m. CAC New Year's Eve celebration, Sunday, December the 31st, 9 p.m. to midnight. That rounds out the year. And uh, also, uh, we have some prayer requests I need to uh, bring up, first of all, and replenish our list that is going to be scrolling down the screen because we had to update uh, quite a few this morning. Uh, a lot of people sick, a lot of people needing a touch, and we want to uh, be able to pray for them and have you pray for them and that's why we take time with these prayer requests. So uh, with this, we want you to uh, pray along with us. I'll mention the last 10, but uh, you can see all of those scrolling on your screen. And the last 10 of these is, um, let's remember Donald and Ola Stevens, Roberta Wolford, James Lambert, Yolanda Turner, Linda Fox, Fernando Pavon, Missionary Azar and his family, and Jessica Ashley, Shirley Moon, and Anna Marie Cruz. Let's remember all of these. And if you have a prayer request you'd like to make known, you can do that several ways. You can put that in our uh, in our chat room or in our comment section. You can also uh, kind of uh, you know send that if you want to to our prayer line at 606-282-4108 or email that to prayer at cornerstoneapostolic.org. You can also send that to CAC Daily uh, at cacphelps.org. Well, why say let's go to the Lord in prayer as we open up the service today. Lord, we come before your presence and we thank you for this opportunity that you have blessed us to be able to utilize this platform to teach your word. I pray that you would bless us, Lord, that we would be able to take this opportunity to fellowship with your people all across the U.S. and around the world, as well as being able to um, have some fun and have some inspiration, revelation. And uh, Lord, we know that you're going to bless us today as we gather together in your name. I pray, Lord, that you would bless the teaching today, that we will teach it line upon line and precept upon precept. And Lord, all of those on the prayer list, all of those who are viewing today, all of those who will view by way of on demand at a later time, I just pray, Lord, that you would just supply their needs, bless them, bring healing to them. And Lord, we're going to look unto you, the author and the finisher of our faith, as we give you the praise in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. Well, we certainly are excited about the upcoming weekend. We had another one go to the altar last night, 
and give their heart to the Lord. And so uh, we don't know. They just might be a baptism this weekend. So uh, we're looking forward to seeing what the Lord is going to do. And, uh, of course, revivals broke out without ever putting out a sign. And so uh, that's that's the kind of revival you want. You don't want those revivals that only happen for a weekend when you put out a sign and say, come on, we're having a revival. No, we're in revival and have been. We baptized six here lately. And uh, so one went to the altar last night. We just never know what the Lord's going to do if we will stay focused and faithful. Focused and faithful. That'll preach, won't it? Focused and faithful. And uh, that that will sum up what we as the people of God should be. Focused and faithful. Well, uh, with that said and done, we are reading our way through the Old Testament. You ought to read your Bible. It is a fascinating book. And we're in 1 Kings chapter 12. So here we go. 1 Kings chapter 12. And Rehoboam went to Shechem, for all Israel were come to Shechem to make him king. And it came to pass, when Jeroboam the son of Nebat, who was yet in Egypt, heard of it. For he was fled from the presence of King Solomon, and Jeroboam dwelt in Egypt. That they sent and called him, and Jeroboam and all the congregation of Israel came, and spake unto Rehoboam, saying, Thy father made our yoke grievous. Now therefore make thou the grievous service of thy father and his heavy yoke which he put upon us lighter, and we will serve thee. And he said unto them, Depart yet for three days, then come again to me. And the people departed. And King Rehoboam consulted with the old men that stood before Solomon his father while he yet lived, and said, How do ye advise that I may answer this people? And they spake unto him, saying, If thou wilt be a servant unto this people this day, and wilt serve them, and answer them, and speak good words to them, then they will be thy servants forever. But he forsook the counsel of the old men which they had given him, and consulted with the young men that were grown up with him, and which stood before him. And he said unto them, what counsel give ye that we may answer this people who have spoken to me, saying, Make the yoke which thy father did put upon us lighter? And the young men that were grown up with him spake unto him, saying, Thus shalt thou speak unto this people that spake unto thee, saying, Thy father made our yoke heavy, but make thou it lighter unto us. Thus shalt thou say unto them, My little finger shall be thicker than my father's loins. And now, whereas my father did lay you with a heavy yoke, I will add to your yoke. My father hath chastised you with whips, but I will chastise you with scorpions. So Jeroboam and all the people came to Rehoboam the third day, as the king had appointed, saying, Come to me again the third day. And the king answered the people roughly, and forsook the old men's counsel that they gave him, and spake to them after the counsel of the young men, saying, My father made your yoke heavy, and I will add to your yoke. My father also chastised you with whips, but I will chastise you with scorpions. Wherefore the king hearkened not unto the people, for the cause was from the Lord, that he might perform his saying, which the Lord spake by Ahijah the Shilonite unto Jeroboam the son of Nebat. So when all Israel saw that the king hearkened not unto them, the people answered the king, saying, What portion have we in David? Neither have we inheritance in the son of Jesse. To your tents, O Israel! Now see to thine own house, David. So Israel departed unto their tents. But as for the children of Israel, which dwelt in the cities of Judah, Rehoboam reigned over them. Then King Rehoboam sent Adoram, who was over the tribute, and all Israel stoned him with stones that he died. Therefore King Rehoboam made speed to get him up to his chariot to flee to Jerusalem. So Israel rebelled against the house of David unto this day. 
And it came to pass, when all Israel heard that Jeroboam was come again, that they sent and called him unto the congregation, and made him king over all Israel. There was none that followed the house of David, but the tribe of Judah only. And when Rehoboam was come to Jerusalem, he assembled all the house of Judah with the tribe of Benjamin and hundred and fourscore thousand chosen men, which were warriors, to fight against the house of Israel, to bring the kingdom again to Rehoboam the son of Solomon. But the word of God came unto Shemaiah the man of God, saying, Speak unto Rehoboam the son of Solomon, king of Judah, and unto all the house of Judah and Benjamin, and to the remnant of the people, saying, Thus saith the Lord, Ye shall not go up, nor fight against your brethren, the children of Israel. Return every man to his house, for this thing is from me. They hearkened therefore to the word of the Lord, and returned to depart according to the word of the Lord. Then Jeroboam built Shechem and Mount Ephraim, and dwelt therein, and went out from thence, and built Penuel. And Jeroboam said in his heart, now shall the kingdom return to the house of David, if this people go up to do sacrifice in the house of the Lord at Jerusalem. Then shall the heart of this people turn again unto their Lord, even unto Rehoboam, king of Judah. And they shall kill me, and go again to Rehoboam, king of Judah. Whereupon the king took counsel, and made two calves of gold, and said unto them, It is too much for you to go up to Jerusalem. Behold thy gods, O Israel, which brought thee out of the land of Egypt. And he set the one in Bethel, and the other put he in Dan. And this thing became a sin, for the people went to worship before the one even unto Dan. And he made an house of high places, and made priests of the lowest of the people, which were not of the sons of Levi. And Jeroboam ordained a feast in the eighth month on the fifteenth day of the month, like unto the feast that is in Judah, and he offered upon the altar. So did he in Bethel, sacrificing unto the calves that he had made, and he placed in Bethel the priests of the high places which he had made. So he offered upon the altar which he had made in Bethel the fifteenth day of the eighth month, even in the month which he had devised of his own heart, and ordained a feast unto the children of Israel, and he offered upon the altar and burnt incense. 1 Kings chapter And we are reading our way through the uh, Old Testament. And once we get through the Old Testament, we're going to loop back through the New Testament. So if you stick around long enough, you can say that you have read through the Bible right here on CAC Daily ICAST. Well, this is episode number 166 of the year. We try to get about 200 in. This is day 292 of 365. So, yeah, this year's winding up, right? And when we get ready to have our 10th anniversary service for CAC Daily iCast on December the 5th, going to have over 2,100 episodes. Whoa! That's right. Well, do you have a minute? Well, of course you do. Everybody has a minute, except those that don't. And, uh, well, we're going to just jump right into our 60 seconds with the pastor. So let's see if we can't uh, get this going. This will be uh, episode number 11 that uh, we are going to play for you. So this was recorded back in February 18th of 2021. Here we go with 60 seconds with the pastor. Praise the Lord, everybody. I'm Pastor Richard D. McKinney, and welcome to 60 Seconds with the Pastor. Psalms 97 and 1 says, The Lord reigneth. Let the earth rejoice. 
Let the multitude of the isles be glad thereof. We can rejoice and be glad today because our God is King. In fact, He is King of Kings and Lord of Lords. And He is the one sitting on the throne. The Lord reigneth. The world rejoices when their favorite political figure is elected or their favorite sports star gets drafted. But God's people rejoice for a different reason. What goes on in the world is not what causes us to rejoice or to be glad. But what we rejoice and are glad about is because our God reigns. Our God is on the throne. The one we serve is in charge. The Lord reigneth. And that is 60 Seconds with the Pastor. Looking outside my window pane, it looks like it's about uh, 47 degrees. And looks like that the weather, let's see if we can't jump in here and get the weather and see what's going on for today and the upcoming weekend. It's going to be a cool one, that's right, uh, but today's going to be just a little bit, uh, you know, better. But uh, let's see if I can't get the weather up here and see what uh, it says so we can kind of get all of this for you. Read your Bible again. It is a fascinating book. So looking at our weather here in East Kentucky, uh, 69 for today. Yeah, that's going to be a nice day. But then it's going to turn cloudy. It's going to rain tomorrow. 59 for the high. Saturday, 64 with rain. And then look on Sunday, 56 again. 56 again. So, yeah. It's going to be kind of in the comfortable, cool range. So it's going to be cool and comfortable. There you go. And, of course, looking at, at our uh, current radar conditions, you can see that right here in our little portion of East Kentucky, we don't have anything right now. But what we do have to worry about is all of this rain that is out to our west and southwest because it's going to be coming in this way and by tomorrow morning yep you got it it's going to be right here looking at us so um, that's what's going to happen in the next few days here in east kentucky hope you're having a great day wherever you are and the weather's fine and i know some of our viewers are experiencing some hot uh temperatures triple digits yeah, triple digits still in October. And so uh, hopefully it'll cool off for some of our viewers here uh, shortly. And uh, they won't have to endure all of that triple digit weather. Well, let's see if we can't do this. Time is it? I'll tell you what time it is. It's time for another CAC trivia question of the day. CAC trivia question of the day is brought to you by Cornerstone Apostolic Church and the Apostolic Voice of Phelps radio and television broadcast. The radio broadcast is heard every Sunday morning at 9.30 a.m. on WQHY FM 95.5 out of Prestonsburg, Kentucky. You can also go to Q95FM.net and click on the Listen Live link Sunday mornings at 9.30 a.m. Whether you live on the East Coast, West Coast, or around the world. That's Q95FM.net. You can also watch the Apostolic Voice of Phelps television broadcast Sundays at 10 a.m. on the Tri-State CW. That's WQCW-TV. And you can also watch us Sundays at 2 and 2.30 p.m on Mountaintop Media TV. And if you don't get those cable channels or satellite service, you can still watch us Sundays at 2 and 2.30 simply by going to mountaintopmedia.com. Well, today's trivia question. What caused Jacob to say, Surely the Lord is in this place, and I knew it not. 
what caused Jacob to say, surely the Lord is in this place and I knew it not. All you got to do is go to the Facebook page of CAC Daily. Click on the link. It'll take you where you need to go. And we'll have the results on tomorrow's broadcast. And speaking of results. There we go. Yeah, we got the results of yesterday's trivia question, which was this. What was the name of the blind man Jesus healed in Jericho? And out of those that participated, it looks like 100% of you got it correct. Well, 100% of you got the correct answer. Who or what was the name of the blind man Jesus healed in Jericho? It was Bartimaeus. So 100% of you got it correct. So uh, thank you for participating in yesterday's trivia question. And you can get today's correct. What caused Jacob to say, surely the Lord is in this place and I knew it not. All you got to do is go to the Facebook page of CAC Daily. Click on the link. It will take you where you need to go. Well, it is time for us to squeeze in this little portion of the Commonwealth Minute. Executive Richard Nelson. Here we go. Welcome to the Commonwealth Minute. Here's your host, Richard Nelson. The state of Utah is suing TikTok and is charging the addictive social media app for luring children in for hours on end with its algorithmic content. The lawsuit cited public health concerns, such as the fact that children who spend three hours a day on social media are twice as likely to be anxious or depressed. Utah's Governor Spencer Cox said that they won't stand by while these companies fail to take adequate and meaningful action to protect their children. Now, Governor Cox is right. Children are some of the most vulnerable members of our society, and we should do all we can to protect them from harmful entertainment that seems at first sight to be safe. And as every parent knows, restrictions aren't necessarily punishment but are for the child's own good. Find us on Facebook and Twitter at CPC for Kentucky and on the web at CommonwealthPolicyCenter.org. And that was the Commonwealth Minute. And, you know, uh, three hours of social media, like on TikTok or Facebook or different social platforms, has been proven to either make kids anxious or depressed. Think about that. How many hours does your kid stay on the internet, on social media? And a better question, how many hours do you stay on social media? Does it make you happier? When you close up social media, are you happier? Or are you anxious? Or are you one of these people that get depressed when you get off of social media? Well, that's a good good study. And Utah's suing TikTok saying, It's time to take our children back. And how many knows it is time to take our children back? It's time for us to get serious about church, get serious as parents, get serious about reaching the lost, and start reclaiming our children. And I know people's out there are going to say, oh, but, you know, TikTok's the raging thing now. And my kid, if he's not included and and up up to date with everything kids make fun of them and all of that well you know you got you got a a lesser of two evils there i guess you could say um you can either have your kid depressed from tiktok or anxious from tiktok or you can have your kid depressed or scared or anxious from bullying so you know that's where parents come in and start telling your children you know that uh, uh, we need to uh, overcome these things and and not get wrapped up in them. And before we go to our break, I was listening to a commentator last night, and uh, he used to be a pro uh, wrestler, and uh, he's now just a common uh, you know contributor uh, to a news program, and and uh, he said this, and and it's so true. He says, none of his kids are in public school. They are all homeschooled. 
he said this. He said, either homeschool your children or private school your children so you know that they're getting the quality education and being protected from all of this craziness that the world is trying to place on our kids. I thought that was interesting because uh, I have said this, you know, CAC, uh, we wanted to start a school back in 20, uh, I guess it was 2018, and uh, we was going to start a school, and, and things just fell apart at the last minute. But you know what? I still think there is a need for Christian schools. So uh, pray about that because our kids, we need to rescue them and get them back. Well, we do have to take a break, and the reason we take a break is we got to clear up the lag so we can record our teaching sessions, put them on the archives, and people can watch them on their own time. So don't touch that any key, don't go anywhere, because we'll be back in just a moment. Welcome to a little bit of church every day. Home Bible study, 21st century style. CAC Daily iCast is aired Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Simply go to cornerstoneapostolic.org and click on the live webcast link. You can join us for our radio broadcast Sundays at 9.30 a.m. on WQHY-FM 95.5 out of Prestonburg, Kentucky. You can also go to Q95FM.net, whether you live on the East Coast, West Coast, or around the world. That's Q95FM.net. You can also catch the television broadcast Sundays at 10 a.m. on the Tri-State CW, that's WQCW-TV. And you can watch us Sundays at 2 and 2.30 p.m. on Mountaintop Media TV. And if you don't get those cable channels or satellite service, you can still watch us Sundays at 2 and 2.30 simply by going to mountaintopmedia.com. You can follow CAC Daily iCast on Facebook at CAC Daily. Follow our Phelps campus at CAC Phelps I, our Pikeville campus at Pikeville Apostolic, and Pastor McKinney at Pastor RDM. We're also on Twitter at CAC Daily iCast, the Phelps campus at CAC Phelps, the Pikeville campus at Pike UPC, and you can connect with Pastor McKinney at Pastor RDM. You can call in and leave your prayer requests and praise reports at 606 606- 282-4108 or email those prayer requests and praise reports to cacdaily at cacphelps.org or cacdaily at cornerstoneapostolic.org Let's now join Pastor McKinney as he takes us through another study in the Word. Praise the Lord, everybody, and welcome to another CAC Daily iCast, just a little bit of church every day, home Bible study, 21st century style. And we certainly appreciate all of you joining us today, and we especially appreciate one of our viewers from Israel uh, joining us today. And we want you to know that we are praying for the peace of Israel, the peace of Jerusalem, and... um, We just are praying for your safety and uh, being kept in this uh, troublesome time. So uh, we appreciate uh, all of our viewers from all across the world, all across the U.S. and around the world. Thank you for joining us today. Well, we want to jump right into our study today. We are studying through the New Testament. We're in the book of Revelation. And we're actually at uh, episode number 1100 of our study through the Word. And so we want to pick up where we left off yesterday. Let's just jump right into the study of the Word today as we begin to dive deeper into the book of Revelation. And I beheld when he had um, opened the sixth seal, and lo, there was a great earthquake And the sun became black as sackcloth of hair, and the moon became as blood. And the stars of heaven fell unto the earth, even as a fig tree casteth her untimely figs, 
when she is shaken of a mighty wind. And the heaven departed as a scroll when it is rolled together, and every mountain and island were moved out of their places. And the kings of the earth and the great men and the rich men and the chief captains and the mighty men and every bondman and every free man hid themselves in the dens and in the rocks of the mountains and said to the mountains and the rocks, Fall on us and hide us from the face of him that sitteth on the throne and from the wrath of the Lamb. Well, that is a pretty, uh, pretty, uh, you know, detailed description of what saw of what uh, John saw and of course we want to uh, uh, look at today uh, as we study and see this is now taking a scene from heaven because remember some things are the scenes in heaven some are the things that's happening on the earth and uh, this is in time things and so now we're back on the earth in our study and uh, John is seeing some chaos happening with the earth. And we're going to dive a little deeper into that. So let's go to the Lord in prayer as we study. This is episode number 1100 as we study our way through the word of the Lord. Let's pray. Lord, we come before your presence and we thank you for this opportunity to utilize this platform to teach your word. I pray that you would bless us, Lord, that we would be able to expound your word fully rightly divide the word of truth and not misrepresent your word in any way, but help us, Lord, to be able to represent it in a way that it was written so that we can bring honor unto you and information to others. Lord, we ask for your blessings to flow today as we give you the praise in Jesus' mighty name. Amen, amen. You know, um, when bad things happen, uh, there's two things that usually happen. Uh, with mankind, when when great world or region devastations happen, one of two things happen. Either people are driven away from the Lord or people are driven to the Lord. One of those things will happen. Uh, you can look back at 9-11. Uh, you know, uh, people were driven to the Lord. Uh, you would think COVID would have uh, driven some people to the Lord, but it actually drew pe- drove people away from the Lord. And then now we're having the conflict that we're hearing about and seeing uh, in Israel and uh, all that's going on there. And hopefully this will get people serious again about drawing close to the Lord. But uh, with that said, I, I just wanted to open up with that. But getting to our opening of the sixth seal, this scene now takes us back uh, to um, to earth uh, because some scenes, as we said, are in heaven. Some scenes are in earth. Some scenes are symbolic and some are literal. So uh, this signals the beginning um, of the last half of the great tribulation and this uh, great day of his wrath is before us in this scene. And uh, the, um, the great tribulation open and closes with upheavals in nature. And so uh, we see that God will send a huge earthquake that will rock the world a huge earthquake that will rock the world. Now, you might say, well, maybe it's just going to rock a certain region. We have earthquakes all the time in regions. You know, we have a lot of earthquakes, and and that's part of the end time. Earthquakes in divers or different places. So with that said, I want to uh, read to us uh, something uh, in our study today. The judgments of the first four seals are the results of the action of the Antichrist. Here we read of a supernatural judgment, judgments that come from God. John wrote that what he saw uh, was was just uh, some chaos on the earth. And uh, we must, as as what John saw, uh, we must accept them as being literal which means the earthquake is not symbolic. It actually was literal. Uh, the, the great earthquake 
but it was not to be, uh, you know, the end of the world. And, uh, and there are three great earthquakes mentioned in Revelation. Revelation 6 and 12, 11 and 13, and Revelation 16, verses 18 and 19. This was the first of the three, the first of the three. So the judgments described here will cause men to be overcome with fear. And what are they going to do? They're going to run to the dens and the caves, and, and, and they're going to hide in those places. And while they're there, they're going to be crying for the mountain and the rocks to fall on them and just hide them from the face of him that sits on the throne. Notice it says him that sits on the throne. And then they talk about the wrath of the lamb. Well, you don't think of a, a lamb as being um, aggressive. You know, most of the time lambs are led uh, to the slaughter. Uh, they're they're non-resistant. Uh, somebody once said that if a lamb, uh, you know, uh, started... Uh, going off the edge of a cliff, the other lambs would keep following it uh, because that's just what lambs do. They they stick together, but uh, sometimes being led, if they're led by the wrong person, they can be led to slaughter rather than being led to life. So that's why we follow Jesus is because we're going to be led unto life. But looking at this, the judgments described here cause men to become over, uh, they're overcome with fear, and they begin to cry out for a hiding place. Now, there's been a lot of songs written about there's no hiding place down here. There's no hiding place down here. And uh, then uh, they're going to cry for the rocks and the mountains. They're going to say, fall on me, for they can't hide from his great judgment. Ready or not, he's coming again. You see, they are going to cry. This is a literal event. Now, what uh, John saw was the first thing when the sixth seal was opened. Notice the first four seals are announced by the four beasts. Uh, seal one, beast one, seal two, beast two, seal three, uh, beast three, seal four, beast four. Now, the fifth and and the um, and the sixth seal, uh, you know, is just a glimpse into, uh, you know, uh, of course, of course, the fifth seal was a glimpse into heaven, and the sixth seal is a glimpse back on earth. What's happening on the earth? Well, let's look once again at these verses. And what it's saying is, and behold, when he had opened the sixth seal, and lo, there was a great earthquake. Now, I think that's important to make a note of because without that understanding that this is a literal, this is a literal earthquake. Uh, it's not symbolic of, of things just being upheaval and discombobulated and things like that. It's an actual, I feel, earthquake. And uh, looking at this, we see that um, the earthquake is so great, it moves mountains and islands. Think of that. We, we have earthquakes. We've had earthquakes in East Kentucky. There's earthquakes all across the U.S. at different times and the world at different times. Sometimes it will shake cities and buildings will collapse. Sometimes it will just shake buildings and areas and nothing happens. But this earthquake is different. This earthquake is because of the judgment that God is bringing up on the earth. And this earthquake moves mountains and islands. I mean, it just starts displacing things. You know, think of the mountains. We here in East Kentucky are surrounded by mountain. If I had a camera to show you, uh, to my right is a mountain. To my left is a mountain. I live in between two mountains. We call them hollows 
here in East Kentucky. Uh, some people might call it a valley, uh, but we live between two mountains. I, I look at these mountains, and I think the, uh, an earthquake's so powerful that the mountain moves and is shaken down and just annihilated. Islands move. That That's pretty... Uh, pretty astounding power. But you see, that's coming from the Lord. This is a retaliation, if you will. His his anger, his displeasure with those who were killed, the martyrdom of the righteous. So this earthquake is so great, it moves mountains and islands. And then we see that after the earthquake, the sun becomes black. The sun becomes black. Now, everybody knows that if sunlight is blocked out, have you ever seen an eclipse of the sun? The sun is blocked out. For a moment, the temperature drops. You know, it could be, I remember different times of, of eclipse growing up, and it could be 80 degrees out. And then when the full eclipse happens, it'll drop the temperature. So we know that if the sun becomes black as sackcloth of hair, then there's going to be temperature drop. There's going to be devastation from that. And so the sun blackens in a dramatic type of eclipse. And then all of a sudden you can see that that's going to create chaos. Temperatures dropping. Earthquake just happened. Devastation happened. Uh, mountains moved, islands moved, uh, cities decimated, power grids decimated, uh, water supply decimated, all of these things just literally taken out. And and I said this yesterday, just think of a time if we get upset if, if we have water outage for an hour or we have a power outage for an hour. Think about days, months years. Think about something so devastating that it wipes out any ability to regain. And you might say, well, I got a generator. Where are you going to get your gas? Where are you going to get your gas to run your generator or your fuel to run the generator? You're not going to get it from the gas station because they got to have power to pump the gas. Well, devastating time, right? And then not only is the sun going to be black as sackcloth of hair, the moon becomes as blood. Now, we've had in the past these, what is is referred to by our meteorologists and all of the people that study the weather and all of this as blood moons. And what it is, the moon becomes a little reddish and it, it, uh, it, it appears to be a little... Uh, like blood, you know, and they call them blood moons. And they're rare. And some people says, oh, well, this is what Revelation was talking about when the blood moons came. But no, this blood moon, this uh, blood moon that we experience in our right now time, present day, is not this moon turning to blood because the great earthquake hasn't happened. And the sun hasn't been darkened. So remember the order of things. And I think that's why sometimes people get messed up into wondering where the church is in all of this uh, chaos. Where is the church in all of this devastation? Because they don't follow the order in which things happen. The church, in my view, and a lot of people's view, is already raptured out of the world at this time. But we find that now the earthquake has to happen that moves mountains and islands. That's a devastating earthquake. Then the sun is turned black as sackcloth, which means it's not going to be shining. And then the moon is turned to blood. So follow those steps. So the next time somebody says, oh, there's a blood moon coming up. Oh, it could be the end of time. No, you just... Let them know there's going to be an earthquake before that. The sun's going to be darkened before that. 
and then the moon is going to be turned to blood. Follow the order in which John saw these things. You'll always follow the order of the Word of God, and you'll find out um, step by step what is coming. Okay? So um, this is something that uh, this huge earthquake that happens, the sun grows dark, the moon becomes like blood, and then we find something else that uh, is happening. It seems like the whole world and universe is being rocked because now the stars of heaven fell unto the earth. You, you know, have you ever seen a shooting star just go across the sky? You get on a, a dark, clear night, and uh, you can look up in the sky, and sometimes you'll see a shooting star. It becomes a meteor at that time. Well, these shooting stars, stars falling from heaven, where are they falling to? They're falling unto the earth, which means all of these meteors, which were stars, and now they're meteorites, are going to be striking the earth. Can you imagine just be talking like we are right now, and all of a sudden a big Meteor just hits where you are. And, and you know, when meteors hit the earth, it, it, it doesn't just hit the earth and stop. It hits the earth and it explodes, and it's like, a, it's like an atomic bomb. So think about all of these meteors that are now showering the earth. And, and it says they fell unto the earth, not just in the atmosphere and then burn up but they fell to the earth. And this is just like a, uh, the reference is, uh, like a fig tree that casts her untimely fruit and figs uh, when she is shaken of a mighty wind. You can take a fig tree and shake it violently or let the winds come through shaking it violently and it starts shedding its figs. They just start falling to the earth. Well, think about this earthquake that moves mountains and islands. The sun is darkened. The moon is turned to blood. And now stars are hitting, the, the meteorites are hitting the earth, coming to earth and striking the ground, exploding, wiping out communities, wiping out areas. This devastating time Church, we can miss. Get ready. Tell your friends to get ready. If they if they don't want to be a part of this devastation, tell them to get right, stay right, because Jesus is coming. So it's shaken like a mighty wind, the fig tree. When it's shaken a mighty wind, the figs just fall to the earth. And then the next scene is something that... Uh, um, a lot of people have a question about the heaven departed as a scroll when it is rolled together. So it departed as a scroll. Uh, you know, when something is rolled together and then you roll it apart, it, it's, it's that rolling. Well, now a lot of people look at that and they say, uh, well, the heaven opens up, just splits and rolls back like a, a scroll in opposite directions, like it's coming apart. Um, and many says that when the heaven opens up, people will get a glimpse into the throne room or into heaven itself. Others say that this rolling of the scroll is like these storm clouds that you know, you have clouds that are rolling clouds and, and it's such a violent storm and a violent time that everything starts rolling. But whether or not you believe you're looking into heaven as it, as it splits and rolls and you can now see into heaven or whether you think it's a storm, uh, I, I just feel that when it talks about heaven departed as a scroll when it is rolled together, and every mountain and island was moved out of their places, that this is a glimpse into who is 
um, causing this judgments, these judgments. Who is causing these judgments? So, yes, I believe it splits and opens up, and you can see the throne room. Here's why. Let's keep on going. Kings of the earth, the rulers of the earth, the kings of the earth, great men, rich men, chief captains, and mighty men. Now, notice this. Kings of the earth, great men, rich men. Let me bring this up so you can read along. Kings of the earth, great men, rich men, and chief captains, and mighty men, okay? And every bondman, every free man hid themselves in the dens and in the rocks of the mountains. And who are they hiding from? This is why I think that when that scroll, when the heavens split like a scroll being rolled out, that you can see into heaven, see the throne, because here's why. They're hiding themselves. And what are they hiding themselves from? They said to the rocks and the mountains, fall on us and hide us from the face of him that sitteth on the throne. Notice this. Hide me from the face of these men, these mighty men, these kings, these mighty men, rich men, uh, you know, uh, men that uh, are mighty men and strong men and chief captains, every bondman and free man hid themselves in the dens, in the rocks and the mountains, crying, hide us from the face. That's why I think you can see into heaven when the when the heaven splits, see into heaven and the one sitting on the throne. So now they see the one that's bringing all this judgment upon the earth. So now they're scared. Now they're fearful. Now they, they want to get away. So they run to the dens and, and caves, abandoned coal mines, all of these places to hide and pray for the rocks to fall on them and the mountains to close up so they can be hid from him on the throne who sits on the throne and from the wrath of the Lamb. Think about this just for a moment. People are so fearful of judgment, they're willing to run into dens and caves and coal mines, if you will, uh, other underground tunnels and pray for it to fall on them to close them off so that they will be hid from the face of him that sits on the throne. Now, a couple things to point out. They're fearful of the one sitting on the throne because heaven split and now they can see who it is bringing judgment. They see one throne, one sitting on the throne, and they're fearful because of the wrath of the Lamb. Who's the Lamb? Jesus Christ. So now they're wanting to be hid, but think about the prayer they're praying. Seal me off so I can't see the one sitting on the throne. Separate me from being able to see the one sitting on the throne. Now, you know what happens when you get separated in, in this cave and mountains and all of that? Number one, you would starve to death because now you can't get out and get food because the mountains caved in and covered your way out. You can't get water. So what happens when you can't have food and water? You're going to die. That men would be so fearful of the one they see sitting on the throne that they're trying to find a way to hide or even die so they don't have to see him who sits on the throne. Oh, they're going to see the wrath of the Lamb. It's already projected. It's already talked about. It's already written. It's forever settled in heaven. This is going to happen. And the Bible says that they began to cry to hide us and, and fall on us. Fall on us. Just go ahead and, and kill us and crush us and, 
get us away from the one sitting on the throne. Isn't it amazing that you got people today who are trying to get close to Jesus? And yet you got people who's trying to stay as far away from Jesus as they can? Well, in the end time, when the wrath begins to fall, people are going to want to separate. Get me as far away from the one sitting on the throne as I can get. Get me as far as I can get. Get me in the mountains. Get me in the dens. Let it just fall and cave in on us and 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 hide us from the one that sits on the throne. Well, I think it's important that not only are you going to hide from the one that sits on the throne, the wrath of the Lamb is happening. Because remember, the heaven split. They see into heaven. They now know who the one is sitting on the throne. They, they now know who has all power to bring judgment upon the earth. For the great day of his wrath is come, and who shall be able to stand? Oh, you talk about a terrible time. I see our time is up for this uh, study today. But uh, you talk about a terrible time. It's going to be a terrible time. It's uh, not going to be one of these, uh, uh, you know, little small earthquakes that people just take bulldozers and clear the land and rebuild. This is going to be a devastation like never seen. Because when this sixth seal is opened up, earthquake, sun turned black, moon to blood, oh, chaos, mountains and islands are moved, stars are falling like a meteorite shower hitting the earth, and people start running, running to rocks and mountains and hiding in dens and caves and any tunnels they can get in, saying, fall on us, hide us from the one sitting on the throne. What a terrible time. But the great day of his wrath is coming. Who shall be able to stand? My question is, are you ready to be raptured out of here? If you're not serving the Lord and you keep putting it off, you keep distancing yourself from the Lord, this, what we studied, is your future. Let's pray. Lord, we come before your presence. We thank you for this opportunity that you have blessed us, Lord, to be gathered here today to study this word. I pray that we have rightly divided the word of truth, expounded it fully, and that we all understand how important it is to be ready for your coming. Lord, all of the things we've studied today, we know it's going to come to pass because your word is real. And we give you the praise. Help somebody, Lord, who is who is going through the uh, uh, just life and they're just kind of uh, distance from you. Maybe they once served you and now they're distanced. Maybe they once was in the congregation shouting and praising honor unto you and now they're distant. I just pray that you would just begin to help them see that they need to get serious with you because you're coming. For it's all in the mighty name of Jesus we ask and pray. Amen. That will conclude our teaching for today. And uh, we hope that uh, you have been blessed, you know, um, what a devastating time. We, we think that, uh, you know, there's devastation in our world today, and there is, but there's never been an earthquake like that one is going to be. The sun has never been blackened like it's going to be. The moon has never been turned to blood or reddened like it's going to be. And we've never seen stars fall from heaven like it's going to happen. It's going to be such a devastating time. 
people start fleeing to the mountains and the and and just crying, fall on us, fall on us. Hide us from the one that sits on the throne, from the wrath of the Lamb. When that heaven splits open like a scroll and they see the one sitting on the throne, that's when they want to run and hide. Well, ain't God good? Give us his word. Amen. We do have our trivia question up and running. And, of course, our trivia question for today is simply this. Uh, what caused Jacob to say, Surely the Lord is in this place, and I knew it not. All you got to do is go to the Facebook page of CAC Daily. Click on the link. It'll take you where you need to go. Everybody have a great day because we are out of here. On behalf of Pastor McKinney and the Congregation of Cornerstone Apostolic Church, we would like to invite you and your family to come and visit with us. We feel that you will enjoy the Spirit-filled atmosphere as we worship the Lord together in spirit and in truth. We have Sunday school classes for all ages, Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. and 11 a.m., and Wednesday evening service at 7 p.m. The adults meet in the main sanctuary, while the youth meet in the CAC Youth Sanctuary. You can also catch our services live by going to cornerstoneapostolic.org and click on the live webcast link during our regular and special scheduled services. If you missed a service, you can still watch that service in its entirety by going to cornerstoneapostolic.org and click on the video archives link. Come on out to Cornerstone Apostolic Church and experience the power of Pentecost. We hope to see you in future services.